Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to a Faking Movies. This is episode 113. Yes, 113. it is 113. Hey, I got it. Oh. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Look at me. Um, we, <laughs> of course, are doing our show Faking Movies. Um, go on our Twitter. <laughs> I'm really? getting so much worse at these intros <laughs> as we go. This, this is the <laughs> worst intro we've had. It's just yeah. going to be like silence and then you burping in the middle next week or so. I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like that's happened on an episode before. Like, <laughs> Quite possibly. It, yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, anyway. Of course, I'm, I'm joined, of course, by my, my exasperated friends, Zach. How's it going, Zach? Good, how are you? Good. My very tired boyfriend, Seth, mm. who's in the process of moving. How are you, Seth? I am exhausted. <laughs> mm. Like spelled with two Gs or? Clearly. Y- yes. Just like exhausted like I'm thick, but with two Cs. What are you talking about? Why would... <laughs> Egg. You're egg-zausted. Oh, oh egg- boy. This really or... yoke on my face now. Hey. <laughs> he did it. Look at that coy boy. Um, so. We are also joined by a returning guest, our dear friend, Jana. How's it going, Jana? I'm good. Thanks for having me yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I want to put a disclaimer at the top of this one, because I heard from mm-hmm. our one listener um, that they got very confused last time you were on the show, oh. and Zach was f- slipping mm. between calling you Jana and mm. Pants. Mm. Jana and Pants are the same person, Will. <laughs> so <laughs> Sometimes Jana yeah. Pants, all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, just try to keep up uh, with our <laughs> rapid-fire humor. There, there's um, no reason that that would be obvious. I, that's that's on Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, <laughs> th- this is fair. This is fair. <laughs> yep. um, so I, I have a question for you for y'all before we start. Is there a troll in Central Park? Because I'm King Lord. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so you didn't want to uh, do the 13 goof, but, man, you were, I, you were sitting on that one. Yeah. I wanted to do that last week and I forgot. Yeah. I don't understand. Jana, do you understand? No, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so in the 90s, Don Bluth made a shitty animated movie called A Troll in Central Park. And there's a character in it called King Lort. And I just drank a bunch of Malort. Oh. Okay. I mean, I assumed you were drinking Malort, but your face <laughs> wasn't like just screwed into like <laughs> a, a horrifying visage after <laughs> drinking some Malort. So I assumed that like, yeah, I don't know what I assumed. Anyway. It's because of my, my rich Eastern European heritage <laughs> that my taste buds only respond positively to horrible, bitter things. Mm-hmm. I like yep. that, that you were so pleased with yourself over a visual goof, and two of the three people that could even see what was happening were still like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> wow, Such a is... low percentage shot. This, yeah. is, this is some podcast gold. Yeah. I mean, I like to treat our show like a pre-television radio program it's it's yeah. in the mind's eye of our listeners yeah, what yeah. faces seth is making at us mm-hmm. and it's most of the fun. how yeah, sweaty you know. are zach yep, and, yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah. God. We should probably just start the show oh, and stop sure. me from talking. Yeah, I wish I that's had fine. more equipment to do Foley work, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Know. We should get, like, harm- uh, uh, combs and wax paper and pretend we have harmonicas. Ooh. Sounds awful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, I want I, I want coconuts for horse sounds. That's the I can mm. I can mm-hmm. that just basically do a kazoo though with my lips. You know? Oh, me too. <laughs> now we're gonna do there it. There they go. <laughs> I guess I guess mine's more one of those like rings with a kazoo on it that only makes one sound. Uh, just single tone. Yeah. yeah. Kazoo corner. <laughs> Yo, what key is that kazoo in, boy? Uh, probably E flat. Okay. <laughs> Very sounds specific. right. Oof. Yeah, it's a rock. It's a rock. Jana, anyway. please fucking save us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, stop my uh, podcast, what? guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why has this fallen we, to you? We get that a lot, actually. That's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what do we what do we give you, movie wise and cast wise? Yeah, let's finally do this. <laughs> yeah, if we must. You gave me Lawrence of Arabia. Yay! Which I know nothing about. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's a classic and an older one, older than me. Um, you could say that. Yep, yeah. Yep. And my cast given was Peter O'Toole, in parentheses, mm-hmm. super famous old British guy. Um, Alec. Irish, but yes. Oh, Ooh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Close enough. <laughs> that ruins my whole plot. Um, <laughs> so this is a movie about a British guy who fucking hates Irish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh-oh. Um, I have Alec Guinness, who was Obi-Wan, Anthony mm-hmm. Quinn, and Omar Sharif. Yes. With the mm-hmm. disclaimer, don't Google any of these people because probably just this movie will come up. So... No. Omar Sharif is a very famous... Quinn has two Oscars for two different movies than this. Okay, I I wrote that part. This is before I knew anything about either this movie or Alec Guinness also has been in a lot of films. Bridge Over the River Kwai, most notably, like before this and all sorts of things Kind Hearts and Coronets, The Lady Killers, Mm -hmm. basically every Ealing Street comedy. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and then, you know, character actor Omar Sharif, who was in everything. Yeah, he's got Including Dr. Javad. Which is probably the movie that would come up if you Google it. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Because of his beautiful eyes. <laughs> oh, man. He has haunting eyes. It's true. Staring yeah. at the camera. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's no Paul Newman, but man, Ooh. Omar Sharif's eyes are up there. They're, for a, me. Different, they're a different flavor of, of, yeah, of, of, sweet, just... of sweet meats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is just, he's just so attractive. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, all right. Well, you want to jump on in? Yeah, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is set in, so I kind of tried to go for the time period that I thought maybe that the movie was being made, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Quinn and Peter O'Toole are kind of notorious bad guys, and they are trying to break into the pyramids to find the treasure that supposedly the pharaohs are always buried with. Um, yes, sounds good. So that's like our <laughs> our opening scene. Um, they manage to break into the pyramid and they find some stuff, but obviously the pyramids have been looted many times. It's not really what they're looking for, so they're kind of bummed about that. Uh, but they find a loose stone or something that seems kind of off, and they start messing mm-hmm. around with it, and a new cavern appears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, 
Did you find the script for National Treasure 3 and just like copy it verbatim? It's never going to happen, Zach. So you need cool. to, it you is going to let go. You shut no. your mouth. John Turtletop isn't even making movies anymore, dude. <laughs> My life. All right. <laughs> we can try to make it into National Treasure 3. Well, just uh, hang on. It was hang just on. sounding very like that. Um, yeah. Okay. So they go into the room and there's this large bowl that's slightly raised off the ground and there's this like sparkly kind of slimy goop stuff in the bowl and they're very confused mm. what's happening there's nothing else in this room totally i'm gonna drink off. that goop. <laughs> 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 so you're you're the scientist from prometheus yep. oh yeah <laughs> what's the worst yep. that could happen here we go yep uh-oh i created a xenomorph <laughs> well i mean spoiler i guess <laughs> goodbye chest yeah um as they're leaning over the bowl to try to figure out what the heck is going on an eyelash from anthony falls into the bowl and the goop uh-huh. absorbs mm. it and starts to like wiggle around and get really agitated and so they're like that's probably not good um <laughs> They jump back, and the goop starts to pour itself out of the bowl and creates a human-like body. It's biomimetic gel. Oh, man. That's pretty fun. <laughs> That's... I was going to make a Gwyneth Paltrow joke, but I like yours. Better. Oh, goop. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. And then they all ate clay, and we're sad. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of clay in my life, and, you know, it's not that bad. Uh, sure. How much did you pay for it, though? Yeah. Uh, nothing. I well. was mostly doing research. It's almost like the government was paying me Ooh. to eat pie. <laughs> I mean, is it almost like that, or did you really get paid to develop pica? <laughs> I mean, you were, a, you were in a psych study. You just didn't know it. <laughs> oh, this Owens Corning fiberglass insulation <laughs> scratches my throat. I'm so fierce. There were dudes behind a two-way mirror, like, "Oh, he's gonna eat it. He's gonna eat it. Oh, he did it!" <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> so this human-like creature is Omar Sharif, and mm-hmm. the guys, of course, are very surprised to have this quasi-human thing in front of them, so they draw their weapons, and they're falling all over themselves, and, um, can't get out of the way soon enough from this thing, but the creature mm-hmm. starts making noises, they don't know what's happening, until he figures out, kind of lands on English, of course, mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, says, it has to. thank you for releasing me. Oh, mm. don't like that. <laughs> don't like that at all. Oh, I've no. seen a little movie called The Mummy, and that's never good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> so the guys ask, uh, what are you? What do you want? What's going on? Um, and he explained that he's, at, he's actually from another galaxy and was sent to Earth while the pyramids were being made to help construct them. And hide a chamber in them to keep his body safe for a couple hundred years. But over Mm -hmm. time, um, his hibernation form got too weak and eventually broke down into the The slime stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then he Mm -hmm. wasn't able to free himself anymore, as was the plan, um, until they just found him and stumbled upon him. So now he's free again. Um, Yeah. Still, I'm very suspicious. <laughs> As you should be of aliens. Um, <laughs> um, so he explains that his alien body only needs a little bit of human material, like a hair or fingernail or whatever, to model themselves after that planet's most superior species. So it's fortunate that he 
had ah, yeah. humans find sure. him. And, and and like he isn't just like a monster made entirely out of eyelashes, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, now that's no. something. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So it's like it's like the it's voice box. It's the genetic material. It's not like yes. if if as you say a fingernail it became Ooh. my worst nightmare. No, no, <laughs> not that. Never that. Yeah. Just uh, just out. <laughs> A clicking, clacking, a crunching fingernail a creature. fingernail yeah. golem coming through. Oh, I, man. I and then like it tries it, to eat barbecue, and it all like, oh, no. <laughs> that is a hellscape for sure. <laughs> oh, okay, my so God. I just, that's what happens when you turn the Lamarchand configuration incorrectly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Oh. Oh boy. oh boy. Ugh. Okay. Um, good, good Hellraiser reference. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> um, so his goal was to reemerge after a few hundred years to send a message back to his home planet to tell them if Earth was even worth coming to or not to presumably steal resources from maybe Duck Dunes, that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, like are these people advanced or are they, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, since he wasn't able to break himself out, he's way past that couple hundred year period. Now we're in the, we'll say, 50s, 60s era. Mm-hmm. Um and so sure. he assumes they just forgot about him since no message was transmitted and everything. So Yeah. Mm. Um, Makes sense. So so they're very shocked and they don't know if they should trust him or not because obviously most aliens <laughs> are here to take over Earth and everything. Um, yeah. But I've seen Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gets a little dodgy. Um, he notices a small pile of gold treasures that they brought into the room with them when they were searching for other stuff, and he promises them that he knows where a much larger stash is in the next pyramid over, because Ooh. they had a hand mm. in constructing them. Uh, um, <laughs> obviously, as N- never go to to a second location. Yeah, never go to a second location. Like <laughs> right. But he said it would be <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he seems definitely trustworthy. <laughs> well, I, I mean, lest we overlook the ancient aliens thing that aliens did build the pyramids. I love, yeah. I'm liking this a lot. Yeah. But, All right, Van Daniken. <laughs> but let's be honest. These guys are grave robbers. So, like, Ooh, it sets up a, an economy of morals that is already kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I'm not going to feel... Capitalism. Not feel too bad for grave robbers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fair. <laughs> Um, so they're like, okay, yeah, more treasure sounds good. That's fine. Uh, so <laughs> they go to the next pyramid and they're like, wait, what What should we call you? And he says, well, my name on my home planet was blah, 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 like lots of words and things that they can't pronounce. Oh, yeah. And they go, okay, what is your home planet called? And he goes, uh, Laurencini583. And they say, oh, "There we go." Okay, why don't we call you Lawrence? <laughs> yeah, it's a good name. Um, yep. Which, when I was trying to come up with a plot, I kept wanting to to be like Larry. Like Larry was the casual term. I was just gonna say, like, is Larry a nickname for Lawrence? It's got to be, right? It, it definitely is. It, it is. is the nickname for Lawrence. I'm picturing them calling Omar Sharif Larry, and that's just yeah, like, yeah. Behold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the nicknames that I really dislike. Oh, it's not as fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, oddly enough, this is uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but Peter O'Toole and Omar Sharif became very good friends while making Aww. this movie in real life. Mm-hmm. And 
Peter O'Toole said no one could have a name as amazing as Omar Sharif. Your name is probably Freddie. So for the rest of their lives, he called him Freddie. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I love that. <laughs> so you're close. So okay, dead. okay. There's one thing cool. I maybe got right. Um, <laughs> so he agrees to Lawrence, and he heads him into the next pyramid, and he does, in fact, find them an unknown cache of treasures. And so they're Ooh. doing the classic treasures thing, like swimming in gold coins and all that stuff. Oh, breaking their necks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Carefully. That would be a short movie. Um, and but, like, putting on, like, 15 necklaces yeah. and, like, fake and, like, uh, you know, you know, putting on a crown or two. Living it up. Like, yep. Oh, yeah. And one me. of them pretends to be the servant for the other one, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Wait a minute, it's my turn to be the king." Mm-hmm. Like you guys yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, such a goof, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then Scrooge edges Flint Hart. <laughs> I knew so. that Stop was it. coming. Stop it! God damn it, Darkwing Cuck! <laughs> Stop it! God damn it, Lee! <laughs> <laughs> you helped me develop the Cuck Tales world. I you can't. I, you can't be be mad of your creation. Uh, I. <laughs> Like like Victor Frankenstein, I certainly <laughs> can. <laughs> I made a terrible, terrible mistake. You cannot put it the genie back in the bottle in this case. Oh no. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, not even with Christina Aguilera's help. Not I even. was <laughs> working so hard to come up with a way to get her into this. You got there. Uh, I just kept defaulting to her Spanish language albums and why they exist for some reason. <laughs> it is, I was unaware it is of this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. when she first became big, she was trying to, like, I guess her managers were like, we don't know if you're going to make it on the regular pop charts, so do a Spanish-language version of everything. We'll try to make you a Latin pop star. I think Shakira Mm -hmm. already had that, like... Yeah. 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 Handled. For sure. Oh, by the way, can I just say, I heard the Shakira song She-Wolf for the first time, like, three weeks ago. That song is fucking dumb. (laughs) It sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it. It's oh, old, right? It was a big hit 10 yeah. years ago, I'm yeah. told. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I if, might not have been living in the country, so like it's fine. If it ain't so they're in a new lie. pyramid. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a lot of a wooing in the song, if I remember correctly. Oh, there is. It's very, well, yeah. Not like the song yeah. Awu by Lim Kim, one of my favorite K-pop stars. Ooh. Probably I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, well, everybody should listen to that. That's a very good song. Okay. And y- you guys will like it. There are cats in it. Hey. Oh, you've sent us this On video board. before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Count me in. Anyway, so anyway. back to pyramids. the back yeah. to the second yeah. pyramid. Back to treasures. Um mm-hmm. So Lawrence whips out a huge gold sword and was like, what about this one, guys? And of course, slices open uh, Peter O'Toole's arm accidentally, and he's like, Ooh, <laughs> watch it with that. that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, guys. So he's like, all right, all right, you guys like keep checking this one out. I'm just going to go check on something. So they're too busy with their Wait, treasures. Did Peter O'Toole lose his arm? No, no, no. <laughs> he just nicked him a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought literally like Omar Sharif was just like, hey, look, guys, flipping around and just like slicing off now. Peter O'Toole's hand. I like that we've we've stumbled into Paul territory. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's true. A movie I haven't and never will see. Oh, it's you know, it's got mm. those two guys in it, so it's all right. But yeah, yeah, it's That's true. Specific. Um, so he takes the sword with him and he 
quietly opens another secret chamber with another bowl of goop slime in it. And he shakes. Mm-hmm. And he's got the blood on the sword. Yes, he shakes. Oh, uh, <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Set up and pay off. <laughs> no, yeah, that's really well that's, done. That's wow. good movie writing. <laughs> A single so drop of than... blood into the goop. And mm-hmm. he was careful to slice the other guy because you don't want too many, like, you know, they're not clones, but you don't want too many aliens modeling the same guy. Mm-hmm. You want to get weirder guy. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah makes sense, makes sense. Um, yeah. So another human-ish thing grows out of the goop, and this is Alex Guinness's character. Guinness's? Mm-hmm. Alex Guinness? Anyway. Um, so then we kind of fast forward to a montage of... The bad guys accept Larry Lawrence into their crew and they travel around and he has, uh, you know, some like alien, cool alien skills where he can see through, you know, x-ray vision and like bend metal mm-hmm. or, you know, like stuff that humans can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. um, Normal alien shit. Yeah. The yellow sun of the earth allows him to have these enhanced powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's... Or maybe he has seven magic balls that he wastes one on creating a map of the United States. <laughs> I was All waiting right. for you to bring up Starman. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one. That sounds familiar. <laughs> like, not even a to-scale map. Or it wasn't like a highway road. Like, no, there was it was nothing just, It was just like a, a map. Why did it have state lines? Why would those make any difference to an alien? But you know, whatever. <laughs> Why would yeah? Like it, it should just be the the whole Western Hemisphere contiguous. Like yeah, <laughs> like rivers would be useful. Rivers and mountains. Anyway, anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, so they run into some of their you know other bad guy crews in other countries, or whatever, and they're like, yeah, who the hell's this guy? And he goes, well, I'm Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shot right okay. down the barrel of the camera, right? Yeah, no, um, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Standard. So, a few uh, quick scenes in between their montage of robbing banks and you know breaking yeah. into other grave, gra- grave robbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it would be really dope if he could just Alex Mack himself and turn back into oh, goo when he needs to, so they could rob in. banks yeah. under doors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's fun>. hmm. <laughs> Um, a, a few quick scenes in between their bank robbing or whatnot, you see Lawrence meeting up with Alex Guinness alien to basically mm-hmm. report to him what he's scoped out of the Earth's resources. Um, uh, yeah. So you eventually find out through these little conversations and clips that Alex is trying to build something to get a message back to the home planet to convey mm-hmm. much much delayed past a couple hundred years, but to convey what the earth has to offer and everything. Right. Like they need to collect like some rare earth metals that are not super common at this point. So, you know, like iridium and, and, and other things (laughs) necessary for the, which yeah, can only be found in certain, in certain mineral deposits and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, I don't rock, know if we need to get chip. that specific. Yeah. <laughs> Just fill it in. No, the it's only <laughs> iridium only exists in the in the uh, KT boundary, like from when that meteorite struck the Earth. So, like, uh, uh, killed all them dinosaurs. Because you um, know, sometimes after biting a dinosaur, I knew it. What a walk! What a walk! I won't do it. I won't do it. I burned the pier. <laughs> it's not. It's he's not. He can't walk off it anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy. Anyway. Um, and so the two aliens are kind of colluding and everything, but um, Lawrence is having so much fun with his new buddies, and he kind of starts to feel bad about maybe the Earth is going to end one day at his hand and everything. No, be steadfast, Omar Sharif. <laughs> be, be, be evil. Destroy this planet. Oh, man, I hope he, like, tries fast food or something, and he's like, what is this? <laughs> oh, like, how could we? You call it a burger? <laughs> am I t- and I am to run to this border for fourth meal? Oh, oh no. no. I, I was trying was to mispronounce the word joke. burger, was, but... Oh, know. I thought you said border. That was, that was a good... Taco Bell combo though, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, no, I need if, a Taco Bell combo. If he right if now. he tried Taco Bell, he would just like jet blast off the sky. Like, no, 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 we're done with that. That's it. They ruined this. Blast this thing to hell. Yeah. What are these mouths you speak of, and what do I put in them? Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's starting to feel bad. He's starting to feel yeah. a little bad, and then they also, the since food. they're traveling around to different countries and everything to find the best places to loot, they kind of head to a different climate in one scene, and he sort of starts to struggle and not feel very well. They're like, oh, it must be, oh, you know. Can't handle the cold. The altitude or whatever, mm-hmm. and so they kind of brush it off, and they kind of stick to more deserty places since that's where they found him initially, and they know he can do yeah, okay there. Excellent. Um, okay. Well, this is really well thought out. Uh, <laughs> what did we say that? Mm. We'll see. <laughs> it sounds like you don't listen to our show very often because this is very well thought out. <laughs> yeah. More so than usual. <laughs> yeah, comparatively, if nothing okay. else. Yeah. Right. Any bullshit we ever pull. <laughs> Um, so finally, bad alien Alex has created a machine of some sort to finally send a message back to the home planet, um, but he needs Lawrence's help to send it off. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so Lawrence finally owns up to his buddies, and they're like, we have to do something. Sorry, you guys. I created another alien. He's going to probably destroy the whole planet. You have to help me stop him. It's really bad. And they're like, okay, well, we're just, you know, thieves. We're not really qualified to do this. But sure, we'll see what we can do. So they try to brainstorm <laughs> Um, I like that attitude. I think that's a good attitude. Yeah, can do. What else yeah. are we going to do? We got to try. You know, yeah. we're the only like, people who know. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, we're absolutely fucked. Right, yeah. right. So at this point, their travels have brought them to Las Vegas. Um, and they <laughs> were, you know, trying to scam people out of their casino winnings. Um, their old gold mining towns and stuff, I think, are out there. So they were just checking out all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So Lawrence tries to talk Alec out of calling their planet, but he's not having it, and he's ready to move forward with the plan and everything. Um, So they make this plan that at some point Lawrence tells the guys that um, the reason that he couldn't be in certain climates is that something as simple as the humidity will turn him back into his goop slime. So that's why he's always much better in the deserty areas and they never noticed it. But at certain points throughout the movie, they showed him with like a little jar of sand that he kept from the desert. And that would like somehow he would like open it (laughs) and it would make him feel better if he was in too humid of an area or whatever. So, yeah, (laughs) just like Chopin. Yeah, just 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 like 
Just like Chopin. Oh, he carried around, what was it, Austrian soil or whatever? Polish. Polish. Aww. Polish. That's cute. You Philistine. It's kind of sad, but well. yeah, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. I think his sister smuggled his heart back to Poland to bury she it. She sure did. Oh, wowzers. No, that's the rumor anyway. Like, I mean, I don't know how substantiated that was, but yeah. There's so yeah. many famous dude heart rumors, like, <laughs> yeah. Like that Lord Byron's heart is buried in Greece and like Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Where would I put my heart? Hmm. San Francisco. If I had one. In, in a taco bell. Oh no. <laughs> Covered in hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put it back in my still living body, and then I am super. And you're resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> Stronger than anyone could have imagined. <laughs> well, no, because if they just give you hot sauce, you'll just be sweating all the time. If they use fire Ooh. sauce, you can shoot fire out your eyes. Oh, if yeah. they use that Diablo sauce, I become the devil. So, the like, Diablo. that's my goal. <laughs> I see. Oh, man. So it, it seems pretty achievable. You could just be like, use this one instead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but probably I'd end up with mild and I would just end up in a cubicle farm. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a real, real milk toast. Uh, could, could you accomplish this by like just using a transfusion or do you have to full on take your heart out? You have to bypass. I think mm. I think we would have to remove my heart. I see. For gravitas, if nothing else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is much grander. Or, like, in the episode of Star Trek called Tapestry, where they replace John Luke Picard's heart with a false heart after he Mm -hmm. gets stabbed through the heart by a Nausicaan for cheating at Domjot. I feel like he was playing a flute Word. during that. Also. No, that's the inner light. God. <laughs> did you see the Picard trailer? Seth? I did see the Picard trailer, and I'm very excited. I mean, I know fucking Brent Spiner, baby. Yeah, Brent Spiner is back. Uh, Seven and Nine is back. Yeah, which I'm which not is, so happy you know, about fine. because I don't really like Jerry Ryan for a lot of reasons, and also she was kind of shitty. But whatever. Anyway, I hear Frakes is coming back to direct and be on the show. I mean, I love Frakes as a director, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> and I love watching him sit in chairs. Yeah, so. me too. Me too. <laughs> So your movie Fun. still has. I'm close, you guys. It's almost Maybe. done. <laughs> wow, Bring that it was on. a digression. We might need to cut all of that out. Oh, historically, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he tells what the guys what the aliens' weaknesses are, and so they make this mm. plan and they build this kind of underground room thing. And he talks uh, Bad Alien into coming to this place and bringing his transmitter machine or whatever that they can get the message out. And then I could see Would Alec you say that he's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sir. I was just saying I could see Alec Guinness as being very menacing. Like yeah. Oh yeah. At this point, yeah. He has kind yeah. of that grumpy face. He has a very cold, calculated. Yeah, kind of. for sure. Yeah. Like in this movie, in fact. In this yeah. movie, that is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a hot second. Okay. Well, Jan, I have a quick yeah. question for you. Alec Guinness's character. Mm-hmm. Would you say that he's trying to phone home? (laughs) Uh, You know, yeah. I mean, literally. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. I do like that if if the onus of getting him into this underground room is like, uh, the transmission will be much easier now that we're underground. Underground (laughs) in the desert. I mean. Yes, we could use the vibration from the earth. Sure. You can channel the desert or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe maybe there's, yeah, something. 
same some kind of resonance. Uh, yeah, yeah. the sound. pyramid has a frequency that makes this easier. He told him it was yeah. more treasure. Yes, the pyramid in Las Vegas that was built oh, in the sixties. Right. Oh, hey, you the, never know. The Maybe. Luxor. Yeah. The, right. The Luxor Which Hotel built in the nineties. Yeah. But, you but, know. Uh, hmm. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, we derailed that real fast. Again. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, maybe the sands will have something. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So old Vegas. So yeah, they're out in the desert, obviously, where they are mm-hmm. most comfortable. They get them into this underground room cavern thing, and then their thieving buddies start filling it up with water, and the guys start <gasps> dissolving, Ooh. and there's no way out. And you see, mm. and he sacrificed himself to dissolve both oh, of the aliens. Oh my. So sure, sure. Earth could remain intact. And the guys eventually, um, they go down into the room and they scoop their goop bodies into sealed jars and containers and whatnot without getting any mm-hmm. of their eyelashes or gross fingernails mm. or anything in it. Yeah. Keep them in goop form. Um, and once they get them in these containers, they seal the room off completely. And then the last scene in the movie, you see, you know, the sunrise, sunset montage of time passing and days going by and whatever. And you can see construction kind of going on around this cavern that's underground. Nobody knows about. And then the camera pulls away to a sign that reads Area 51. And then up oh, to the desert sky. Oh, shit. Oh, so topical. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. The end. <laughs> All right. That was a fully realized world. <laughs> that really was. thing I am not used to on <laughs> our show. Yeah, it was a true. hell of a ride. Yeah, wowzers. <sighs> nice. <laughs> Janet, wow. I have to tell you. Wow, that was good. That is the plot. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> you got Would it. you believe Damn it? Damn it. You got it. Beat for exactly beat. right. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, ni- the 1962 film Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Way ahead of its time. Yeah. yeah. So I actually did oh, a little bit of research, and I think Area 51 was actually being kind of built up around the 50s ish area. That's when they acquired yeah, it. Yeah, it was. That it was it was yep. just after like uh, Los Alamos and the Sandia National Labs were being established and that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the 1950s is exactly about the right time. So yep. tried to work it in. Pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, all right, Seth, you got the the item. I, I do. I do. Right. Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, which is 1962, and it is the story of T.E. Lawrence, uh, the English officer who successfully united and led the diverse, often warring Arab tribes during World War I in order to fight the Turks. Okay. So pretty similar, as you can tell. <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is a heavily dramatized historical epic. Yeah. yeah. That explains this is, why this I is haven't a real seen story. it. This is a real guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also very good. Okay. I think so as well. So there's there's one characteristic about this movie that makes it stand out quite a bit, and that is that it is three hours and 36 minutes long. Mm. 
I mean, it is between. Uh, it depends on which cut you're watching. Yeah, we happen sure. to watch the longest available <laughs> cut. Right. So it's between uh, 180 minutes or 222 minutes, depending on which yeah. cut you watch. Okay. I, I did read a bunch of the shit that the director was like devastated when they made him cut it mm. down and like hated it and blamed the producer and like it was a big yeah. problem. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think it does lag a little bit, but you know, a most of it. <laughs> Most of the time, I was I was still like captivated. So the yeah. winter sections lag a little, but that's a lot. Yeah. That a lot of that has to do with it's very enclosed. There's not the scenery isn't as beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So the goofier was that the boys wanted me to suffer through this one. Um, yeah, that's true. We did. And yeah, uh, we we sacrificed your appearance on the altar of making Zach watch a movie more than ninety minutes. I'm long. totally <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> that's yeah. right up I my mean, alley. We, we figured we figured you would. Um, but yeah, I, I will say though, um, Lee then predicted that. I would, or I guess both of you guys predicted that I would actually like it, and I did. It was surprisingly like there were some laggy parts, but for the mm-hmm. excruciating minute time, that <laughs> yeah. this is, oh yeah, no, it's it really long. doesn't feel like two and a half like ninety minute movies. I watched it. Time. I watched it over two days. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did, I did too. too. And I have. I also have seen it several times. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Lee, do you have a longer bit? Yeah, I don't want to go super into detail just because it's such a long movie, but I, I could give you a little bit more. There's um, there's a lot of parts that don't matter. You can like the highest level summary is good. The like the individual incidents are like they don't really matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so Jana, the movie starts off um, in the 30s and it's basically it starts off it's not in the this 30s. Action. Oh, yeah, it does start in your 30s. You're right. Yeah, I fucked it up when. When T.E. Lawrence uh, died, he died in a motorcycle accident back in England, uh, and they go into his funeral, and you hear a few people who knew him comment about him, about, like, his, it basically, it kind of establishes that he's become more legend than he actually yeah, like, ever was. Nobody, yeah. nobody actually knew him, like, he, he kind of, like, drew back from interacting with the public. Mm-hmm. But which was true yeah. in real yeah. life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so he died in like what thirty three or something. I think thirty three. Uh, in a motorcycle accident where he was avoiding uh like some hitting some bikes. children riding bicycles. Yeah, yeah. He just he just like had Tragic. to go off the road. He swerved and he was on his motorcycle and he and he just like. And it's England, so everything is one lane. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, his death led to the popularization of helmets uh, for oh. motorcycles in general. Oh, interesting. In yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of, of that. But that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, some physician was like very saddened by his death, and then like studied brain trauma on bi- uh, motorcycle crashes, and was like, "Hey, we could like wear a thing that would make this better." And then, yeah. So I, it was. Yeah. I, I never ride my motorcycle without a helmet because I'm not yes, a dumb dumb. That's yeah, because like, it'd be fucking crazy if you did. You, yeah. you live in one of those states where they permit you to do that legally if you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the time being. <laughs> oh, that's changing. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen to my hair when I put the helmet on? God. Well, I mean. it's not. It's never good yet. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the rest of the movie, Jana, is about the uh, campaign against the Turks on the on the Arabian Peninsula during World War One, and we mostly just watch Lawrence go from being like a weird kind of aloof officer 
who doesn't really want to be there. And uh, in real life, he had just spent several years doing archaeology and intelligence work. Right. He is like an archaeologist and he, he spoke like something like seven languages. Mm-hmm. Um, he read and wrote and read Arabic fluently and, and studied the Quran. And, and yeah. Yeah. Neat. He was, he was just um, like a which is, real cool dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a big part of why he was able to become so trusted by a lot of the And he was pe- both like yeah. charismatic and weird. Like, because <laughs> he was very weird. He's a very weird yes. dude, but he also... Strange energy. But he also like had this way about convincing people to like agree to his ridiculous plans. So it was like, mm-hmm. fun. it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, and and then we get to see basically his military exploits, and we see uh, Alec Guinness plays uh, Prince Faisal, who is a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically the military leader of this confederation of Arab tribes at the time during World War One. His father was the mm-hmm. king. Yeah, because um, this is all before basically Europe came in and and drew drew borders. arbitrary lines right. all over the Arabian Peninsula and fucked everything up even way worse than it already was. Yeah. Yep. Um and Prince Faisal trusts him enough to like tell the British army I want this guy involved. Um so he ends up Working together with uh, Omar Sharif, who plays an amalgamation of several people, okay. several mm-hmm. real life people, mm-hmm. um, who is another leader in this community and becomes uh, Lawrence's like first true believer follower type person. Okay. Yeah, um, like and there's like like a lot of like convincing him and a lot of doubt and and that sort of stuff, which I think is very fun and and like interesting mm-hmm. to watch. And then eventually when Lawrence starts to like lose his grip kind of and lose his conviction, um, it, he's the one that it seems to affect the most as well. So you get to see a whole range of, of experience from Omar Sharif in the movie. Um, Anthony Quinn plays the leader of another group of, of, of Arab tribes. Um, and, and is by so far, the sh- of... he's the shittiest. He's the <laughs> shittiest yeah, character. He's the, the worst he's... performance in the movie okay. by far. Like... Yeah. So there's unfortunately a lot of brown face going on. Oh. Alec Guinness more so than really yeah. anyone. Picture picture um, Obi-Wan as an Arab uh, tribe leader guy. <laughs> it's not a cool look. Yeah. yeah. But, but so th- this is the interesting <laughs> thing though, is that like Alec Guinness, unfortunately doing brown face like apparently looked very very similar to yeah the, i this, did you look him person. up i i actually looked up ference faisal and he kind of does he's yeah no yeah, they have some similar weird, facial like, features it's, yeah. it's yeah. A, it's surprising but it's still like it's still not anything i could ever condone so yeah. right yeah <laughs> And he's uh, he's doing yeah. like half a British accent, half sort of a kind of Arab accent. It's a I very think he's doing. Thing. I think he's attempting a like an a Western educated uh, person yeah, yeah. dealing with right. British people. Uh, sure. Alec Alec Guinness said that he learned his accent from talking to Omar Sharif and then adapting Omar Sharif's Ooh. accent into. His and Omar own. Sharif is from right. Egypt originally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, okay. Um, Anthony Quinn is from Mexico. Uh-huh. Um, in, mm-hmm. If we're keeping tabs, <laughs> yeah. Um, so on our principal yeah, actors, yeah, yeah. So we run into we run into some issues like Eli Wallach, a famous Jewish man in uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, playing a Mexican mm-hmm. gentleman. Yeah. In. So it was yeah. like because for it, Hollywood in the right. '60s and and uh, for like yeah, tan is tan. You yeah, know. it's it's yeah. it's not great. Yeah. And, uh, none of that is great, but uh, the it was movie the, the thing at the time. right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to. So we see we see a lot of these military campaigns, and and a lot of it it's mostly for this movie's purposes, at least based around watching uh, Lawrence convince and unite these these groups of people to like follow him and and use unconventional, at least European un- unconventional to European uh, tactics to fight these battles. Um, and like they make, they're fighting the Ottoman Turks, and the Ottoman Turks are being supplied by Germany, by by Germany, by the Ottoman Empire. Like they have mm-hmm. automatic weapons, they have trains, they have right. They're um, they're up. Artillery is a big deal in this movie because they make a point of they keep asking for artillery for their side, and England won't supply it because that means that they won't be under their thumb anymore if they have their own Got guns. And yeah. Like, yeah, so there's a, um, they, so it does actually play England being, you know, shitty, like exactly like they were, right. where they <laughs> weren't actually caring about uh, the Arab tribe independence. They were mostly caring about how they were going to carve it up in another, you know, five years after the war was over. Which does come up later in the movie, mm-hmm. like a very real treaty comes up and causes some some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We also see um, Lawrence become like they they make comments in the movie. One of the the British commander asks someone who's been with Lawrence uh, most of the time, like, has he gone native? And he's like, he hasn't, but if he could, he would. So like, there's some very famous scenes of Peter O'Toole wearing full mm. like desert garb. Yeah. Um, uh, really beautiful like vistas and all this like sand dunes and sunsets it's it's amazing to look at this is a um, beautiful movie if you can see it yeah. in hd it's it's just it's a beautifully remastered uh, uh well the people spectacle. who remastered yeah. it spent over a year remastering mm-hmm. it so i read that too because um, there was all this extra footage and they they didn't realize that there was like heaps and heaps of reels <laughs> of tape and they were like oh fuck, yeah when they got and a it. lot of the a lot of the extra footage didn't have yeah, a lot of the extra footage didn't have the soundtrack in it anymore, so mm-hmm. they had to bring in the actors like 25 years later to re-record the soundtrack for parts wow. of it. Yeah, yeah, which is it weird. Was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weird. Eventually, we meet we mm-hmm. meet like an American reporter who is uh, based on a real life American reporter who is very responsible for spreading like the legend of T. E. Lawrence. Um, he becomes a character. We start to see Lawrence like sliding into disillusionment and like, yeah, they also play him throughout the movie as having like kind of alternating between having either just like a problem with the idea of fate and predestination and like a actual death wish. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's a really interesting so we get to, character study. Yeah, we get to watch that. So as we see him like get more disillusioned, um, we see also that he ends up kind of like, as they would have probably described back then, shell shocked. Where he mm-hmm. he just he yeah. leaves, he abandons all the troops that had been fighting with him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after a sequence where he is captured and tortured, and um, it's heavily implied raped, which yeah. is probably based partially on a thing that happened to him. He was definitely captured mm-hmm. yeah. in this particular turkish outpost and they didn't actually know it was him even though they had this enormous like bounty on his head um, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so he goes and he like wants to be taken off the command and then like gets turned around on the idea by alec guinness's character prince faisal um and he goes mm-hmm. back to like lead the forces again uh with the understanding that they'll be able to set up an independent government um when they yeah. reach damascus and he hires a bunch of mercenaries and like 
you, this is when you get to see Omar Sharif's real character turn of like watching his friend mm. kind of fall apart. Um, the yeah. whole thing gets real sad and weird because it was all this like, oh, we're doing it together thing. And now it's like, nobody's going to show up if we don't pay them. And it's like, mm. everything falls apart. It's really yeah, sad. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's a real second act. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Uh, and they get there, and they they end up in Damascus, and they set up this independent government, which immediately falls apart in the movie. In real life, it was held until like for uh, over a year until yeah, the French just for... came in and told them this is ours now, and they <laughs> used their military to kick them out, basically. Yeah, yeah. it was real shitty. <laughs> yeah, cool. um, and that's kind of the main kind of swing of the movie then he like he goes he gets promoted and goes back to england um and then and that's the end know, yeah yeah uh in real life he he went to the the paris treaty with prince faisal he was on his hmm. his staff um during the oh, the treaty of versailles um yeah he then in real life um under an assumed name re-enlisted in the military because he was so bored of having like a job behind a desk Wow. (laughs) He joined the Air Force. He joined the Air Force, yeah. Um, And there's actually a play about his years in the Air Force that was written years before this movie that Alec Guinness originated the role in. (laughs) Interesting. Was he up to the usual hijinks then, too? Like, was it crazy Uh, or weird? (laughs) No, it's more about blackmail and his uh, supposed homosexuality. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is which is like has been disputed by all of his biographers. Mm. Some yeah. of them think yes. Some of them say no. No, it's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, I I it I think that uh, Peter O'Toole did a really good job of just playing very very aloof. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which yep. which was which was well done. Yeah, they didn't they didn't touch on that at all in the movie, which is good. It would have not been necessary. Right. Yeah. We we talked about this as you were watching it, Zach. Where there's a lot of stuff that seems like it's maybe gay subtext, but yeah. we might just be reading gay subtext into just male friendship shown it's, in a way that we're not used to. That mm-hmm. and I think I was reading into like the context of the time where I was like. This feels like how in the 50s and 60s they would have played a gay man where he's just kind of like silly all the time. And but in, in fact, they weren't really doing that. He was just like a very weird guy, as we discussed, and he was just mm-hmm. playing weird very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, famous closeted gay uh, English writer Noel Coward cl- said that after he watched this movie, if they had made him any prettier, it would have been called Florence of Arabia. Because <laughs> uh, Peter O'Toole is very pretty. He is a he is stunning, a, stunning man. He is a very pretty man. He has like just very, very pretty eyes, and of course, they were enhanced Piercingly by you know, blue. Yeah. right? Yeah, by the you know the 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 blue background against the mm-hmm. the brown desert and. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's even even in all the like sweatiness, he's always very uh, kempt. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a lot of interesting ca- uh, costuming that has to mm-hmm. do with that. The costume designer, um, whenever he was wearing a, an army uniform, made mm-hmm. it so that it didn't fit him either yeah. too tight or weird and baggy. I to did make notice him... that. I yeah, I to, noticed yeah. that that like only when he was wearing his his like. Arab garb. His Arab garb. Yeah. Did he actually look like he fit into it? Which uh, I think is a very good, good job on the part of the costume designer. And then at the points during the movie, during his like swings between uh, being invested and being disillusioned, the the thickness of the fabric changes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's interesting. 
Yeah, so like by the time he's like falling apart mentally, you can it's it's like you can kind of see through it a little bit. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's very. That, I didn't notice it, but I read that same thing, and I was like, "That is so subtle." Like yeah. they put so much effort into this. Yeah. Well, I read that while I was in between oh. phase one and phase two of watching, <laughs> and I paid attention to it, and it's yeah. like it's very like you can see it if you know to look for it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's like a lot of like interpersonal issues like he he basically has two manservants and mm-hmm. both of them die through the movie and they're very very affecting hmm. very he, tragically yeah. he feels responsible for both deaths like mm-hmm. one of them more literally than another but um yeah and they're two boys that were like outcasts from their community because they didn't have parents so like uh, he took them on and yeah yeah, yeah it was it's I, I don't know this is a really good movie like mm-hmm. i mean it's long as fuck <laughs> but <laughs> cannot be stated enough it's so good crushingly long <laughs> it's uh, it's it is the longest movie to ever win best picture okay. at the oscars Oh yeah, yeah. One, like, I think what, eight Oscars. I think it got like ten. It, it was nominated Oscars. for ten at one seven. So, um, yeah, that's a and the reason load. the reason <laughs> it's speculated the reason it was only nominated for ten is because um, the representative for the Costumers Guild forgot to submit the costumer for this movie <laughs> for an Ouch. Oscar, and they couldn't nominate Oops. her even though it was like oh, clearly wow. yeah. Even after all that shit we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah one like two, six two minutes Globes. longer than Gone with the Wind. So yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it won you know so many so many Baftas. Uh, mm. I, I think it, I think it won uh, five Baftas. Uh, it yeah, it just swept that year. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe yeah. this movie starts uh, Peter O'Toole's streak of eight Oscar nominations and no wins. Oh, mm. <laughs> fun! He won eventually, <laughs> didn't he? Like nope. very late in life. He won Never an won. honorary Oscar. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was nominated for a competitive one like ten years after oh. he won his honorary one. Was it for oh, wow. Was it for High Spirits or? <laughs> no, unfortunately, he did not get nominated <laughs> oh, for his work shit. in High Spirits. He was in that. I totally <laughs> forgot he was in that. Yeah, oh, he was very drunk in it, movie. just like yeah. he was in this movie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking about that, I read two really funny stories. Apparently, okay. like. Filming in the desert was a total nightmare. And this movie famously went very long. They filmed for like 15 months, I think. Um, and it was like, it, they were shit. in the desert. Right. It was just brutal. <laughs> the director like kept redoing shit. And everybody was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, yeah, David so Lean was known as like a perfectionist. So okay. he would yeah. not like give up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on wow. Jay Leno later in life, Peter O'Toole confessed quite proudly that out of a fear of falling off the big camel riding scene, he and Omar Sharif decided to get absolutely hammered and then tied themselves to the camels before the shooting. By his own admission, he was so drunk, he had no idea where he was or what he was doing for the entire day of filming. <laughs> you know, thinking about that now, in retrospect, he definitely was pretty <laughs> blasted oh, on can... some of those camel scenes. Like yeah. He's just like... Oh yeah, he never stops with the the thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it makes sense in the context because he's supposed to be a goofy and be like not used to the surroundings and the whatever. And so it kind of. I mean, I it. guess it does, but also like yeah, he, he looks very drunk. Let's yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a lot of good camel stories from this movie. Yeah. Well, as I said, the other the other uh, drunk one. Well, not quite drunk, but uh, while shooting Peter O'Toole and I.S. Johar, um, which I think is the guy that he had to execute. Um, uh, riding, yeah, riding together, uh-huh. yeah, 
Riding together on a single camel, uh, Sir David Lean saw that they had trouble staying on the animal. On closer inspection, a large block of hashish was discovered. Both actors were completely stoned. Shooting was abandoned for that day. (laughs) (laughs) Shenanigans. So they were just fucking getting at it this whole time. there's There's a very famous sequence where he's leading this army across like an unpassable desert. And they've reached the point where if they don't make it to their destination in a day, they're probably going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they notice that one of their comrades has, like, disappeared. Mm-hmm. So Lawrence is like, you guys go on. I'm going to go get him. And they're like, no, it's it's he's he's dead. It's written. Yeah. He's dead. And it's mm-hmm. like, nothing is written. I make everything. And, like, <laughs> he goes off and he saves the guy and they're all fine. It's great. And then later on, he has to execute the guy to, like, squash like a, a really bad beef yikes um, yeah and it, yeah so that's that's a very that's a big sequence in this movie yeah, um, that feels but, bad. uh lee you said other camel story i think i know the one you're talking about but uh so peter o'toole uh kept getting so badly bruised riding the camel and it even like broke his skin and he was bleeding all over the place yeah that he bought a giant piece of foam rubber from a market somewhere some like stall you know yeah mm-hmm. and he stuck it under he stuck it under his saddle and it helped him so much that uh, a bunch of the extras in the movie were actual bedouin uh who they just paid to be in the movie and they saw what he was doing and a bunch of uh tribes adopted this as a technique for making it easier to ride a camel and to this day peter o'toole is known as the father of the foam <laughs> in like they're certain still doing circles this. yeah that's so fucking it's, fun that's really cool <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. this is a it. real like by the seat of their pants thing like the stories about this it sounded like it would have been a terrible nightmare to be part of it but it's really funny to read about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which desert did they shoot it at uh several actually. okay uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They uh, started sometimes... off shooting in Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And eventually, when they ran out of money, they moved the production to um, Spain, Spain in a dry riverbed. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice. Which yeah. doesn't sound appreciably easier. I don't like. Maybe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's closer to England, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a little more infrastructure. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oddly, they had a lot of cooperation from the government of Jordan making the movie, and then it was banned in Jordan, so mm-hmm. you couldn't see it. I read too um, in Egypt uh, they banned it because they thought same thing like they, they thought it made them look like savages or whatever and then I think it was Omar Sharif himself mm-hmm. that like took it to the guy and then the main guy he watched took it, it to the the actual president yeah, yeah. and he watched it and he was like oh shit this is awesome and then it was like the biggest movie ever <laughs> in Egypt for like, like yeah. still to this day apparently yeah <laughs> nice yeah. Omar Sharif is such just an interesting person yeah, yeah. All, all of the stuff that he did yeah. um, he's a cool dude yeah. Uh, the only other thing I had was a quote from very early in the movie when he first gets to the desert and he's talking to some local Arab guy and he says, I come from Oxfordshire. And the guy says, is that a desert country? And he looks very seriously at him and he goes, no, it's a fat country of fat people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's like, there's not a ton of comedy in this, but that was just snuck in there in the beginning. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the one of the more famous scenes happens very early in the movie. And actually, I, I mentioned Prometheus earlier today. Mm, yeah. um, mm-hmm. This scene is referenced in Prometheus because... Have you seen it, Jana? Yes. I, yeah. Prometheus? Okay. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, 
Michael Fassbender's android character, David, oh, or whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. He dyes his hair blonde while watching Lawrence of Arabia to look more oh. like Peter O'Toole. Yeah, fine. And he quotes the, um, it's not that it doesn't hurt, it's that the trick is that you don't mind that it hurts line. So like oh, yeah, the yeah. thing that establishes him as like a, a weirdo in the movie is he puts out <laughs> matches with his fingers and everybody's like, oh, let me try. Oh, oh shit, that hurts. What are you doing? Weird. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. So that's one of the, the more enduring lines from the movie. Yeah, um, I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't have known that ahead of time. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of like interesting technical stuff about this movie. The way they shot it was really weird. Like they literally invented a camera lens for a single shot of this movie and it has never been used again. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yes. which is nuts. <laughs> it is it no, is no in wonder a museum. they went over budget. Yeah. Oh yeah. They put it in a museum and it's been there ever since. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he he shot it. Uh, I forget what it was, but the the method he shot it in created like weird ripples on the screen depending on how you were moving. So almost all the movement had to be filmed diagonally because it cuts down on the ripples. Interesting. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting lens. Um, Seems like it'd be easier to like use a different lens, but like who am I to say? <laughs> I didn't win best director for this movie. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. yeah. Uh, one of the things I read was that all of the movement scenes, um, the director wanted it to seem like a contiguous journey. So all the almost all the movement in the movie, even people walking or like horses riding or trains or whatever, is left to right. Mm. So yeah, it has mm-hmm. this that's true. Continuity of like you know motion, so it gets in your head, I guess. Um, yeah, which I was like, that's another like subtle thing where you go like, oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. and the only times that people go right to left, it's to backtrack for some reason. So oh. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to like go back and save sure. that guy, or to you know, or when he's leaving Arabia at the end of the movie, he mm-hmm. the car is driving right to left. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Weird. Um. Yeah. I don't it's know. Do you guys have an else? incredibly or? well thought out movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So is Janice. So that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds like a pretty good segue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> uh, see. Uh, so, the... so uh, we'll get into a couple other things. Uh, Money wise, this mm. cost fifteen billion. Uh, the box office was seventy million, and that's in sixty-two. Yeah. So that's pretty good money. So I, I mean, I both both of those numbers are like astonishingly high comparatively. Yeah. 62, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah. this is Steven Spielberg's favorite movie, and he is quoted as I saying, can if totally they made this today... I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, if they made this today, it would cost, like, upwards of $280 million or something. Like I'm that. sure. <laughs> just, you couldn't do this anymore. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's a lot of the, like, battle scenes are just so epic yeah. in, in, like... And and Jenna, you had mentioned that you had not seen all of the Lord of the Rings movies, but like <laughs> that without any CGI. Yeah. So like, yeah. and nowadays it's... there's like actors guilds and unions and shit. Like it would be crazy. Right. <laughs> not in New Zealand because Peter Jackson got the government uh... to shut that shit down. But... Yeah, he right, did. Right. Forgot about oh, that. Oh, <laughs> New Zealand. Anyway, Shout out to Lindsay Ellis again for doing that story. Oh but... yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. So uh, this movie on the IMDb has an eight point three. Yep, 
pretty it high. Is, uh, <laughs> 244,000 votes. Okay. Like, yeah. it this, is, this has got to be in the top 250, is it? It's, oh, it's number 90. Doubt. It's exactly yeah. number 90. Which okay. I thought was low. I figured it'd be higher, honestly. I figured it'd be higher as well yeah. because I like this much more than I like most uh, of the top <laughs> most, 250. But, most uh, Studio Ghibli movies, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we've, talked about, we've talked about the recency bias on IMDb before. Yeah. There are yeah. many yeah. Lord of the Rings and Marvel movies in that top 250 that are above mm-hmm. this movie, I would say, yeah. I also, I also think that this movie's like, to go back to Lord of the Rings, the age of, of, Lord, of Lawrence of Arabia is coming to an end. Soon the <laughs> age of Batman begins. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh. this is passing into shadow. Yeah, like, it is. But yeah. it is also widely cited as one of the absolute best movies of all time. This is, like, like yeah. a very worthwhile movie to watch. Yeah. So let's get, right, let's get right into our ratings. Yeah, sure. Oh, boy. Um, and I'll go first this time. Whoa. He remembers Jana's movie. <laughs> I do. This is a good sign, Jana. Uh, this is a good yeah. sign. Uh, so uh, I really like your your crazy alien epic that also like uh, does not have a fingernail monster. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> no. Very critical. Yeah, the only reason anyone's thinking about fingernail monsters is because of you. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but that's how my mind works. Um, sure, sure. And uh, no, I, th- I thought this was a very good, like... Uh, you know, like it ends up being both a comedy and like a fun sci-fi sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, 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 and all your weird goop. I'm gonna give you an eight point five. All that, very nice. All that goop and no Gwyneth Paltrow in sight is worth mega points. (laughs) That's definitely a bump. Yeah, that gets a bump. Yeah, no, I thought that was fun. I thought you used the actress well and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, As for the original, irresponsible Saturday night that gets a bump. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Um. Uh, <laughs> wow, all right. Um, as for the original, um, I also really love this movie. This is a great movie. It's beautiful. Uh, there's, like, everyone in it is beautiful. Uh, the one major detractor, of course, there are no female actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. I noticed Three that. Three and a half goddamn hours. <laughs> so there are a few female extras, but there are no words spoken by women. So I had to confirm pretty with Seth fucked up. that yeah, that was the yeah. case. I didn't even remember like any women extras. I thought they were Yeah. Well, they're dead bodies, so. Yeah. Great. So there <laughs> so there are some women that are massacred and there is a nurse uh or two when they're in uh Damascus. And that's Oh, it. I, I think in Prince Faisal uh, encampment there are some serving ladies right and so that's shitty yeah <laughs> even for 1962 that's and real like, bad okay i guess maybe make the argument that well it's the battlefields of world war one but you oh, know, yeah but like fuck you i guess yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um that all being said this this is a very I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's very good. It is really ass long. <laughs> um, I think he said that. Yeah, uh, but but it needs I, to be restated. Yeah, uh, but I still enjoyed it for the most part. So I'm gonna give this a solid eight. Okay. All right, All right. Uh, Lee. You wanna kick it off? 
Yeah, okay. He's um, not kicking it off because I already kicked it off. Oh, so. yeah. Sorry, I'm very sleepy. You want to kick it again? <laughs> Something? Are we, are we in a jazz band all of a sudden? This is terrible. Yeah, I don't know. yeah you want to you wanna pump up those kicks? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about school shootings right yeah. now. Oh, no. Rough stuff. Yeah. You're the one who brought that song up. It keeps being you. You're the one who brings in the nightmares. You. Um, you're our fingernail monster. <laughs> you, you've become the fingernail monster. Okay. Don't, oh, I cut you, my fingernails yesterday. Don't put that uh, devil on work. me. Yeah. I, I trimmed my fingernails for work yesterday. I did it in the in the kitchen over the kitchen table, and I lost one of them, and I haven't found it yet. So Why? There was That's a guy why, shit, bud. behind why me would you t- at the airport in St. Martin. That clipped his fingernails uh-huh. not once but twice, like thirty Ooh. minutes apart from each other. I have no I idea. <laughs> I didn't get the whole job done the first uh, time. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm That's... gonna, I'm gonna vomit all over everything. <laughs> that that is right like rare. Now. One of the rare occasions where yelling at a stranger in public is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Ma'am, uh. ma'am, do you need help yelling at this? <laughs> yeah. man? I'm going to call the police right now. Yeah. <laughs> Have you shamed him enough? Ah, <laughs> like, oh, god. Um, Jesus okay, Jana's movie. I loved the lighthearted tone. I loved yeah. all of the weird, the like the set pieces. It was an adventure story. It was a crime story, and it was a fun buddy movie. Yeah. These are three genres that I really fucking like. Yeah. Um, not crime as much, but when crime is funny, I like it. Yeah. Um, Only old man crime. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta have your old man crime, obviously. Because um, how else are you gonna find a movie to watch with your mom? I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Jan, I think Seth. I think Seth's right. I believe he gave you an eight point five, and I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon. Yep. yep. Awesome. That's true. Thank good. you. Um, so earlier this week, Seth and I were talking about this movie, and and we had talked about how uh, the the OG, the the the, the Larry Larry OA. Um, I really and, don't like uh, that. <laughs> yeah. And we we came we kind of came upon the agreement that things don't so much happen as this movie as like. You you sit in the moments between events for a yeah. very long time, hmm. and that sounds like something that would be boring, but it somehow isn't. <laughs> okay, um, like it's weirdly funny. meditative. Yeah, it really is, and it's it's you like you mentioned earlier. It's it's almost for an action movie and a war epic. It's a real character study. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I really do. I've seen it a couple times now, and I think I really love it. Um, but at the same time. Motherfucker, it is punishingly long. Um, so, yeah, I I'm going to take back a few steps on that one because I only have half of the the symbol from from Raiders of the Lost Ark on my hand. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I can't read the whole thing, so I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, no, I'm going to give that one an eight point two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Seems fair. Man, Lee. You're After that di- tortured analogy, you're <laughs> digging in the wrong place. <laughs> They're digging in the wrong place. Yes. God, All right, Zach. Uh, pull us out of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree with everything everybody Somebody said about. Save oh, me. Yep. Got to get oh. it in. Um, mm-hmm. Jana, your movie was excellent. Uh, I think, I mean, so I joked about National Treasure early on and like, while it wasn't that, it feels like it would be as enjoyable in that same kind of heightened energy theme, lots is going on, everything is mm-hmm. very, you know, high stakes and all that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to agree with the boys. I think 8.5 as well. Um, as Solid. far as, Very good. as the 
OG. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned this movie is fuck long. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so I, I actually went into this thinking it would be atrocious. And um, I think yeah. I was well prepared because of listening to what you guys were saying about it and knowing that it was just long. And it is. It really, like, if you don't go into it expecting some, like, seat of your pants keeps you, like, gripped the whole time thing, then it's great because it is just, you can just sort of enjoy it for what it is. Um, yeah. And it is gorgeous, and Peter O'Toole is a, an absolute revelation. Like, yeah, it's there are many yeah. good things about it. For um, sure, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, I'm going to go, like, a standard eight on this one. Um, it is very good. Uh, I don't, worth wow. watching is tough, like... I would say people should watch it. Uh, it is also ma- massively famous. It's a cultural touchstone. Right. Like, it's it's yeah. worth knowing mm-hmm. about, I would say. Well, and if, um, if anybody lives near a Regal or a Cinemark, um, at the ooh. first week of September, there are showings of this movie. Oh. Um, all yeah. the entire first week of September. Um, so, like, I'm not trying to make more money for fucking whatever studio made this movie, or, or, but like, it was Columbia. If you, but, yeah, if you've never seen it, and you want to see, like, in in the best imaginable way possible, yeah, I have heard yeah. from people who have seen it on the big screen who already really like the movie that like this was transformative for them. Oh, I can't fucking, even imagine. Yeah. yeah, like why not go see it? Um, I do have a September. Pro- I do have a projector screen. So, <laughs> well, okay, you have a projector screen. Fuck you. Like, um, so, oh, we, we never mentioned the score. The score is like one oh, yeah. of the most famous movie scores of all time. Oh, like, yeah, it is. Very if you've well ever known. watched a comedy that has a scene in the desert, they have ripped off this score yeah. for that scene. Like, yeah. yeah, unless they're doing Colonel Bogey's March and they're doing da da. Yeah, which is one of those two David Lean movie. So yeah, exactly. Right. So wait, in the theatrical one, there is an actual intermission that's supposed to occur in this movie. Like I think what two hours in? In the theatrical one, it's right before the. It's right before. Yeah, like when I first saw it, I watched it on TV, but it it had the intermission built in. So yeah, because I like the idea of seeing this in a theater, but I do not like the idea of sitting. In one spot for three. Oh, my bladder! My that. bladder full of <laughs> yeah, full of full of human Seth, urine. Seth can't even make it through a single podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Physically yeah. impossible. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can do it. No, it sounds awful. I'm, uh, I'm still well, on the I, fence whether I'm going to do it or not. But like, yeah. I can always calf. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That All comes right. up like once every 20 apps. <laughs> I don't even. Jana, do, do you have anything you want to bring up? Anyway? Can you get us out of this? I know I asked you to. I know, yeah, you did. You, you, you won. I know I asked you to save us Thanks, once. Thanks, guys. You, like, um, you beat one of the most famous movies of all time. Yeah, uh, yeah you did. I'm honored. I've definitely heard of this movie before and assumed it was in a desert, but that's really all I knew. So. I'll have yeah. to set aside an entire weekend and watch it sometime. <laughs> to watch it in ten minute chunks. Yeah. That, that yeah. is that is what it'll take. Yeah. <laughs> Get some pick a really mental fortitude strength day. Yeah. Like you're gonna need it for some Protein yeah. bars. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, next week we have Seth with the movie Go. Um, oh, do we? We do. <laughs> yeah, we haven't recorded that episode already or anything. I like yeah. that. can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember what I did. I mean, what I will do. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Well, until then, the trick is not minding that we've already recorded that episode. <laughs>
Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> ah, shit. Ah, the thought was there, though. <laughs> wow. All right. Garbage. Total garbage.